Hi, I'm Aaron Robbins with Intrinsic First, and thanks for listening to the Intrinsic Leadership Podcast. We're excited for you to hear all the different shows and episodes that we have. We are starting our episodes in a series with introductions so that you can get to know uh, the, the co-hosts of the podcast, myself, Jimmy Karam, and Dr. Drea Zagarmi. We thought that it'd be good for you to get to know us a little bit before we start talking about leadership and all the associated topics. At Intrinsic First, our mission is to make the world a better place to work. And we hope that this podcast helps us achieve that mission. We want to keep this fun. We want it to be value added for you and enjoyable. So make sure to stick around to the end and hear some pretty bad jokes from either myself, Drea, or Jimmy. And don't forget to like or subscribe. And we're here to help. So we'd love to hear from you. Leave comments or reach out to us directly at info at intrinsicfirst.com. Let us know what we can do if you're interested in other topics, if you're interested in support. We offer consulting support. We offer leadership training. We hope you stick through and listen to all the episodes. I think that there's a lot to gain, and we think that this is kind of a unique way for people to learn about leadership through hearing stories and dialogue from some experts that have been doing this for quite a while. Enjoy the show. I want to thank everyone for listening into our podcast. This is us just getting started and talking about leadership. Uh, This first episode is going to be sort of an introduction to who we are, why should you be listening to us, and what, what is our intent here? What do we hope that you'll gain out of these sessions, this time that you're listening to us, and uh, what is kind of our objectives here and what we're trying to, to do? So how do we want to start? Should we do with the introductions? Let's let's do introductions. I hate like heck for you to have to introduce me, or or, or I introduce you guys. We can do both. We can, we can do both. Well, aside from your name, I don't really. Uh, oh, I don't really know you. He, that he, he, he's he's, he's kind of walking here. Is he had to bring <laughs> up right off the bat <laughs> my name, my name, Rosemary Komakaikai. That's who I am. <laughs> You're Lizzie Conspificacy, aren't you? <laughs> I have a hard time on that. <laughs> can't wait to get married. Yeah, it's very conspicuous. I can't wait to get married. Change my last name. <laughs> All right. My name is Drea Dzigarmi. Nice Mediterranean Irish name. Um, and um, people go, really? <laughs> no, they, they better say something. That's... <laughs> It should be one of those uh, clicks over there. A nice Mediterranean Irish name. <laughs> I like the Mediterranean feel of that. <laughs> anyway. We're starting on an adventure into your life. Here we are. Well, let me uh, share with you some of the uh, reasons um, why I'm here. 
I don't know why, but no, I'm just kidding. Um, well, I have a very device, diver, device, divisive background. <laughs> the, we want to talk about the diversity uh, of yes. background. Divisive <laughs> and Did you like diverse, that? Yes, yeah. yes. Well, um, I started off wanting to be a, a superintendent of schools, believe it or not, when I was a young whippersnapper back there in, in college. And so I... Um, I uh, had some educational cre- credits in my in my background, and uh, uh, so I was taking, uh, and I ended up teaching biology in a in a high school in an inner city of in the inner city of Boston. Um, and then I realized, no, I don't want to keep doing this, so I went back to graduate school. And as luck would have it, I had a couple of other buddies who were there, and. They were uh, working on their PhDs, and I said, well, gee, maybe I can do that. If, if I'm their friends and, <laughs> and I, sw- I, I swim in their circles, maybe I can do the same thing they're doing. So I went back to get my EDD um, uh, in, in, at the University of Massachusetts in, in Amherst. And um, sure enough, uh, I ended up majoring in organizational theory and I found myself really interested in the psychological problems or the problems of helping people understand themselves and what what, what do what do organizations do? How do people in the organ in the, in these organizations how do they how are they influenced by the organization and its culture? And so that's kind of where my heart uh, and my studies and my emphasis was in organizational settings, how do organizations uh, hurt or harm people, how do organizations help and create um, a, a, a good, solid experiences that they thrive in. You know? So that's where my research and my effort um, took me. And in that process, I ended up doing an awful lot of writing so uh, I've written a number of books on leadership, um, two or three, um, I think, at last look. And, uh, but I ended up really publishing in academic uh, journals. And they'll be referenced in the studies. Uh, I'll, we'll get a chance to, um, if you want to, um, read some of the stuff that I've written, in, both in uh, books and in uh, articles. Um, I'm deeply committed to people thriving in organizations. And unfortunately, the organizations are designed to eat people up. <laughs> you know, they do, they're designed to um, <clears throat> put them under uh, pressure and ask them to do things that uh, if they really thought about it, they wouldn't be doing. What, uh, what was your dissertation? My dissertation <clears throat> was uh, on... Um, the study of an one university president at the University of Cincinnati who turned out to be uh, my my mentor. His name was Warren Bennis. And Warren uh, was one of the bigger uh, fathers of leadership. You'll see that he's written a number of books on leadership. His most famous one was uh, On Becoming a Leader. It's a wonderful book. Uh, but he, he was... Um, um, an economist uh, at the a University of London, 
And uh, he ended up becoming quite an educator. Uh, he was the uh, uh, president of the University of Cincinnati for, from 1978 uh, uh, to 1985. Very well known. Anyway, uh, I met a number of <clears throat> really fine writers about who are talking about the things that I ended up reading and rece- researching over the years. Um, and um, it, it, I, w- I became convinced that the problems of becoming a good leader are really uh, a challenge, challenge to get to know yourself. Uh, Warren's book on, on becoming leader was really a phenomenal book, and it really w- put the, the onus for us on growing to become a leader because we, there's no nobody's born a leader; they right. become a leader. Yeah, I don't know if that if that uh, will be helpful for you um, as you think about the podcast. You're going to see much of the of the things that you're going to be learning through the podcast have been a subject of some of my studies, um, and uh, and and certainly. Uh, I wrote two 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 books, one called. Um, uh, <laughs> it's hard to say it. Achieve leadership genius, which is really talking about development, the development of leadership, and another one is the leader within, which is the idea of <clears throat> who am I <laughs> inside this role called leadership. Yeah, we're gonna dig into all that. Yeah. So, so, so how about how about Blanchard? That was a small part of your career, oh, right? Oh, yes. Don't don't leave that out. <laughs> Another wonderful opportunity uh, that, that I had in my life was to come to work uh, with uh, a marvelous uh, secondary um, uh, mentor of mine, uh, Ken Blanchard, in which we ended up writing together and forming a company called uh, the Ken Blanchard Companies, which... Now it's just called Blanchard, and um, it uh, it was uh, forty years. <laughs> I came to work as a as a a uh, colleague of Ken's um, in 1980, and so here we are. Is, is that what brought you out to California? Then exactly what brought me yeah. out. Yeah, he. Called, I was I was uh, teaching at Miami University in Oxford, Ohio. I was the department uh, assistant department chair of teacher education in um, in that institution. I'd been there for five years, and I I was the principal of their lab school, which was a, a K eight school. And uh, he called one day and said, "I'm thinking about starting a company. Uh, if, I, I can't offer you any money, but if you come out here, maybe we can build a company together." And I was one of eight people, one of the founding associates of the Ken Blanchard Company. Uh, and it, well, we were eight people, and they were all academic, all academics. Um, and it was wonderful because the, the, we would meet every quarter and talk about the theoretical ideas that we were writing about and asking other people to, uh, to try, or we were training people. Um, and uh, those 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 quarterly meetings became an incredibly clear and and fun because we were sitting around talking about the ideas that we were writing about and researching, 
And as a result of that, I grew leaps and bounds in terms of uh, leadership. How, how did you meet Ken? I was kind of curious where you... Uh, I was a graduate student at the University of Massachusetts, and he was a professor as on the faculty. And um, he came a year after I came, uh, and I met him through a classes I took. And then uh, he... Uh, introduced me to my first wife, um, and uh, so we got to know each other really close and, and, and became connected that way. Margie, his wife, and uh, invited me to a, a dinner one night and also invited a number of other graduate students, and that's where I met my wife. So of the eight founders, <clears throat> did you know all of them coming in, down, moving out? All eight. I knew all, all all eight people that we met. Obviously, you're one of the eight, so you knew yourself, but... <laughs> Sorry. Thank you for that. The other seven. The other I don't seven. Know. If you do the math. Thank you very carry much. Carry the nine. Make sure you yes. carry the nine. <laughs> oh, it's going to be like this, isn't it? Yeah, the whole time. Oh, no. Help me. Okay. Well, I mean, that's a, that's a big jump. I mean, to, to move out west, right, and not have a paycheck, basically, but to go after something you believe in. and It's a, it's a leap of faith to, to come all the way out here and... Um, I'm just curious as an entrepreneur, I'm curious to know like, what was the strategy that, that got you to say, okay, I'm going to move out there. I mean, did you have any, there was no, there was no no strategy. strategy. I, I was, (laughs) I was working at the university of Miami and, uh, I asked for a, uh, a leave of absence Okay, and they gave it to me gladly. (laughs) No, just kidding. They gave it to me. And, um, so I said, well, okay. Um, they found a temporary uh, principal to run the lab school and take my place as the okay. assistant chair, and um, so um, and I didn't expect I expected this was going to be a, a, a you know a year of ab, a league of absence and, and that I'd go back to the University of Massachusetts. I mean the University of uh, Miami. Right. And um, it, as it turned out, it just never worked that way. Once we started to work together as the eight, because there was there were eight of us. Um, People began to put put their shoulder to the wheel and and to try to make um, uh, the, the, uh, develop products that would be sold in the corporate world, and so we started. We did a program called um, situational leadership, and it um, was, it was really sh- short for SL two the second, and we modified the model of uh, that Ken and uh, Hersey had built. Uh, during the first uh, four years we were there, and then we called it Situational Leadership 2, and that's why it's called uh, the number two. Right. And then I know, I mean, one of his biggest sellers I got him, you know, was the One Minute Manager. Uh, I was kind of curious what your first take on that that book was. That was an interesting experience. <laughs> that was a very interesting uh, experience. We were in I, we were in business uh, and we were working in corporations um, selling our skills you know our consulting skills uh, and and we were producing program uh, we were producing workbooks and you know uh, the, the the paraphernalia to, to teach uh, vir- not, not virtually but right. but right. in class and uh, is luck would have it um uh, we had, it suddenly uh, blossomed but ken in the meanwhile wrote a 
book with uh, Johnson um, and uh, called The One Minute Manager. And he put it in front of me. He said, what do you think of this? And I looked at it and read it, and I said, Ken, what are you doing? This is, <laughs> this is, this is, this is, wow, I, I, I yeah, what are you doing this with this stuff? Yeah, yeah, the one minute manager. <laughs> yeah. And some people, uh, some, some, somebody wanted to make a quick buck and had the 59 uh, a second employee. <laughs> it was like, really? But that year, um, three books got their way, made their way onto the um, bestseller list. The first one was a, a book called "In Search of Excellence," um, and 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 then another one, "Mega Trends" by Nesbitt, and then the One Minute Manager by Spencer Johnson and Ken Blanchard, and that thing took off. I mean, it just, you can't believe it. It got on the bestseller list, the, uh, the New York Times bestseller list. You know what it took in those days to get on that list? You had to swell, sell 20,000 copies a month. Well, that, he, we, that book was on the bestseller list for 56 weeks. And wow. And it was like <laughs> vibrating off the walls. And so the phone the phones came off the walls because people uh, wanted to get him to speak and so uh, we ended up going out and and speaking the same language and telling the same stories about the three secrets and so forth but in the meanwhile so was the model the leadership model that we uh, used and built and, and modified over the years over the over the first 20 years we were working there that sounds extremely exciting. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was very, very exciting. And so we just got into uh, helping organizations implement some of the ideas that were in, first, the model, and secondly, in the, uh, uh, in the book of, of the One Minute Manager. Mm -hmm. And then Ken began to produce those. He had one called Putting the One Minute Manager to Work, and then he did leadership in the one minute manager with me right. and 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 Pat, my wife, and uh, we t we uh, th those books just began to sell. People f felt they were meaningful ideas, and we began to augment and change the not only the ideas but going deep, more deeply into um, leadership. Each each year, every ten years, we would put out a book or something like that, and. Uh, what happened was the ideas that I first got to know as a graduate student and ended up changing as an author, as a co-author, and began to uh, build on uh, are sitting in the back on, a, on the shelves. <laughs> and I'm very pr proud of them. But uh, they also, uh, I think, are aided the whole idea of leadership itself. Because the leadership in the One Minute Manager was a movement towards a more deeper understanding of leadership itself. And then um, uh, as uh, we began to branch out and look at uh, leadership character, we began to look at uh, uh, groups and teams. And, and over the podcast that we're going to be talking about, um, we hope to give you some ideas about um, the evolution of those ideas that so we started back in those days. I, I just, I mean, I could ask 
tons more questions, <laughs> and I've heard lots of stories and background, um, but we want to make sure we got time mm-hmm. for all the introductions. Mm-hmm. Is there any other? So, you know, I know you did consulting with many different companies, I like did. big time, <clears throat> like uh, professional sports companies and yeah, Chicago uh, Cubs, you know, Fortune the, 500. Seattle Seahawks, yeah. Right. Uh, I, I had some successes and some not so big successes i started to work with enron corp which was a disaster prior to to, uh you got uh, out of there before uh, things got too i got out of there i told i told him i told kenley i can't i can't uh, i'm sorry i can't help you and i i I, that place was very political and people were not telling the truth to, to 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 themselves or to others and I felt sorry for Ken. Uh, yeah, he, uh, it, was, it was good, but but there were, there were some other companies that I really spent a lot of time with and had some great successes with. Uh, Newell Reber made uh, um, the, the the United States Postal Service uh, when when Marvin Runyon Marvin when was, uh, Ryan Runyon was uh, the, the the leader of it, um, and then he went to. Nissan Motors, and I followed him there. So I've been in and out of the uh, the bowels of a lot of big companies, uh, talking about leadership, trying to get people to to shift their 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 understanding of themselves. <laughs> right. So so in terms of summaries, there any other you know over the more maybe more recent as you got more into the academics and started doing employee work passion that you mm-hmm. want to maybe mention before we move on. Well, to, I think I think to you're Jimmy. gonna they'll give us a chance because. Enter people like you and Jimmy uh, uh, that are just uh, w- unbelievably bright stars in the, on the horizon, uh, and 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 you're going to see where those things evolved because you're in it. Sure, both of you guys are into it. Yep. Yeah. So that's been one of the best parts of my life <laughs> is that you guys came into it. I think it was a. If I, I remember the other day, it was you know it was like November twentieth. It was a Friday, and uh, we we went over to to a wine bar to the three of us for the first time and got to see you know got to meet meet you in person. Um, so yeah, I think it it you know, changed the way we 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 do business, the way we think about things. So and is, I'm and I'm pretty sure after that meeting, Jimmy and I looked at each other like, all right, we're starting the company officially. Right. He <laughs> went <laughs> he went that evening and yep. uh, did the paperwork. Is and that make it right? Yeah, that evening. Yep. Make it. A when LLC. we left, we left that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that we went to the Starbucks next to right that next wine store. bar, and it was um it was the um, barrel room in Rancho Bernardo. So we when we left, when you left, we went to that Starbucks and then we registered the domain name and then we went and filed the LLC yep. like that, that night. Yeah. That's surprising. We had been arguing about what, not arguing, but we had been going back and forth trying to decide on a name because we, you know, we needed it to be representative of what we were doing. We wanted it to be representative of the academic stuff, but also the application and we we're going through also. And then the biggest constraint, the most challenging constraint was that the domain had to be available. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. To look and, it and, up. and something so simple. And, Intrinsic.com did not work for us. It was already taken oh, up. Oh yeah, <laughs> they probably wanted like lots over, of money for over it. Over and yeah. above, yeah. So this was like, yeah. So we it took us, I think, four months to figure out what our name would be. So we had that in our back pocket when we met you. We knew it was going to be intrinsic first, but I don't know what we were waiting for. It was just something. And after we met you, we had sat down, had a great conversation. We we're like, okay, it's time. This is it. That you know, it was, it was perfect because we agreed at that meeting to to do it again. We agreed to. Every Friday, and we ended up doing that for a good two years, and still do it to this day, actually. So, 
So that was November 20th, 2020. So lots of 20s there. But yeah, that, that night when uh, when you left, we went from there to the Starbucks and we started getting that domain name on register and starting the paperwork, yeah. That is a wonderful story. I did not, not know that. And I want to uh, assure the people who are watching, <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> not for blaming you now for all of this craziness. So, so I think we'll call it for today. And... Dre, I appreciate all your info on your background. That was fun. You're welcome. My pleasure. And I think we'll we'll pick up on our next podcast with, with Jimmy. Okay. Very good. Hey there. You made it to the end. Thanks for watching our episode. I hope you found some value in it. If you enjoyed it, Hit like or subscribe and reach out to us. Leave us a comment, shoot us an email, let us know what you think. If you have ideas for other topics, we'd love to hear those. And you can email us at info at intrinsicfirst.com. Thanks. <laughs>